0: So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Bible study tonight. I pray that you're doing well. Um, cold here in the northeast. Here in New Jersey. <clears throat> Getting a little taste of early winter. Um, but it's supposed to warm up, so But we praise God, amen, for Bible study. Praise God for the opportunity to to come again and to talk about the Word of God. Um, We've been talking in our Bible study for the last three weeks about, I need a blessing. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been looking at the feeding of the 5,000. We're going to continue with that tonight, looking at the feeding of the 5,000 and, um, some of what it has to say to us on this topic of um, receiving blessings from God. Um, So far, we've talked about uh, the example, Jesus' example of ministering to people, putting aside his situation, his wants, his needs, in order to minister to the people who came that day crowding around him. Mm -hmm. And this was shortly after he learned that John the Baptist had been beheaded by Herod Um, And he had compassion on them and he ministered to them. He taught them. He welcomed them He fed them as we see here, but he fed them first the Word of God Um, and You know, he was compassionate toward them and then the disciples though on the other hand were the contrast because what did they do? Send them away (laughs) Send them home. Oh, <laughs> um, it's late. They're hungry. There's no food here. Send them away. And so that was the, the next step in the process. And then last week we talked about the test, which was Jesus saying, they don't have to go home. You feed them. Mm-hmm. And he said that um, to Philip, I believe. Um, and it says when he told Philip that, he already knew what he was going to do. Jesus knew he was going to do something, but he was testing his disciples to see if they would get in line with him mm-hmm. and not want to send people away who were in need, but rather to uh, uh, meet those needs. And he wanted them to begin to, to to have that mindset. And how many of you know he's speaking to us as well? So we looked at all of those things um, on last week um, and in the prior weeks. Um, And we talked a lot about a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to go now to the surrender. And we're going to go to Matthew. And remember what we said that this feeding of the 5,000 is the only miracle in the Bible that is in all four of the Gospels. Um, And so we're going to be looking at Matthew, and we may um, likely look at some of the other places where we find the miracle. Mark 6, Luke 9 and John chapter 6 as well. but we're going be we're going to look in Matthew chapter 14 as we continue this week with I need a blessing looking at the feeding of the 5,000 and um, what we call the surrender. Um, let's pray first and then we'll get into the word tonight. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, God, for another opportunity to come and to receive from you and receive from your word. Father, we're hungry and thirsty for righteousness. You promised that we'd be filled. And so, Father, fill us with wisdom, with knowledge, with understanding, with insight, revelation, inspiration, and encouragement. Father, we bless your name, O God, for the deposits. That you shall make in us, yes, Father, we Father. even, O oh God, ask you to make withdrawals. Take out of us those things that are not of you, that don't bring your glory. Yes. And, Father, most of all, we're asking tonight that you will enlighten our eyes of understanding. Cause yes, us Father. to see things we haven't seen before. And, Father God, bless us, O oh God, uh, to receive um, to receive knowledge, O oh God, with, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Yes. And Father, we bless you and we thank you for it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so we're talking about the surrender, right? And so we, we last week, after Jesus said to his disciples, you feed them, um, we saw how the disciples were giving Jesus a hard time. We were going to get enough money to feed all these people and such things. And um, Jesus said, how many loaves have ye? Go and see. Mm-hmm. And when they went and saw, when they went amongst that huge crowd of about fifteen thousand people, they found a little boy who had a lunch of, of two fish and five loaves of bread. And we and we talked about how the disciples described it as barley loaves and two small fishes, right? Mm-hmm. Poor man's bread and little bitty fish. <laughs> right. Um And we we talked about how we often do that as well, where we despise what we have, or think that somehow it's not enough, or it's a poor quality. And here's the thing, it may not be enough in itself, it may not be enough in our hands, but here's where the surrender comes, and that is what those meager things, those inferior things can become when we put it in God's hands. And that requires the surrender. So let's look at this now in Matthew. We're going to go to Matthew's gospel tonight. um, At least begin there as we talk about this. And so um, when Jesus told them that the uh, people need not depart, that's in verse 16. Give ye then to eat. And they say unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. Verse 18. He said, bring them hither to me. Okay. So, um, what's interesting is that in the other three gospels, they they none of the other gospel writers mention that Jesus said bring them hither to me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It goes immediately and I'll give you the taste of it in Mark. You don't have to turn there, but it says he said to them how many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew they say five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make them all sit. Mm-hmm. So it just goes right into that. The other three gospel writers just say, once he knew what they had, he, mm-hmm. just, he just commanded them to sit down. Mm-hmm. Only Matthew says that Jesus, when he said, how many of you have? And they gave him the answer. He then said, bring them to, to me. me. And again, this is why we emphasize. Read all, you know, if there's multiple accounts, read all of them. Because, see, Matthew's the only one that has that tidbit in it. Mm-hmm. But that tidbit is so important because what Jesus says is once you find out what you have, after you go and see, then bring it to me. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. In other words, don't go and see. Then find what you went looking for, and then keep it for yourself. <laughs> right right? Mm-hmm. now that you've gone at my command to see and remember, we were talking about it last time. Go and see what you have. Go and mm-hmm. see. Go and see about your heart. Remember, we were talking about that. Is your heart in the right place? You know. Um, you know. Uh, do you have the right heart? Are you um, walking in? pride that you don't realize are you walking in fear that you don't realize are you walking in bitterness and resentment that you don't realize do do you have a grudge against somebody that you don't realize some jealousy Mm -hmm. some some unforgiveness that you don't realize are you stuck in the past and you might not realize it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. go and see you know and so sometimes we have to go and see and if we go and see and we find that our heart is like that don't just hold on to it like that. Come <laughs> back and give it to God. I mean, what, I'm mean, going to give God my heart? Yes, give God your heart. Make an yes, exchange. Yes. David said, right, create in me a, a clean, clean heart, heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And so if you and I find that something isn't quite right because we went and saw, mm-hmm. we, we got away and said, okay, you know, we got to be like David, right? David said, um, you know, thou hast searched me and known know me. me. Right. in yeah. Psalm 139, you know, we have to allow God to search us and know us because that's part of the go and see process. Because mm-hmm. it's really not up to us when we're searching, even though it says let a man examine himself. You got to let God shine the light. Yes. Uh-huh. See, because if we try to shine the light, the minute we see something we don't like, we're going to turn it away. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> look at this good stuff over here. Um but if we do find some dark places and all that, don't hold on to them. Right. Don't deny them. Don't cover them up. Bring them back to the Lord. You know, I love what. Um, but you know, it, 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 well, let's let's do that. We got to bring them to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus said here. You have two fish and five loaves of bread. Bring them to me. And that's the key. That's the surrender part. That we have to surrender. Uh, what we have unto God. And I know a lot of people don't like that right there. But we got to surrender what we have unto God. You know, the psalmist said, and if you care, you turn with me to Psalm 116. Psalm 116. And there, the psalmist said, in verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? And see, that's what we have to. That's that. That's a question that we should continually ask: What, what shall I render unto the Lord? Right? What should I give unto Him for what? For all His benefits toward me? Because the bottom line is, no matter what we give to God, He has given us so much more. Yes. And so you know. We want to be in that, that posture of what can I render right. unto God, um, and you know we, we and that's part of the surrender, right? We have to give what we have, the two fish and five loaves of bread, and bring them to me. You know the little bit of pocket change that you might have, yes. bring them to me. You know you think about you know the um, the widow at the Zare- uh, widow of Zarephath. Mm-hmm. You know, the man of God goes there and said, you know, make me a cake. Mm-hmm. Bring me some water, here's some water, and make me a cake too. Man, all I have is a little oil and a little meal, and I'm about to make a cake. Me and my son going to eat it, and we're going to die. Jesus. Right? Uh-huh. And he said, that's all right, but make me a cake first. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And she gave what she had to the man of God. And what happened? God miraculously multiplied the oil and that meal, and it didn't run out in the midst of a famine. Yes. Right? What shall I render unto the Lord? Now, someone who might just, you know, say, oh, here you go, talking about giving to the man of God. No, I'm not talking about giving to the man of God. It's about giving to God. Right? Jesus said, if you do for me, Right, it's like you know, you're doing it for my father too, yes. right? Cause my mm-hmm. father sent me. I mean, and anybody who is sent in the name of the Lord, like right? If you're a woman of God, and I'm saying if, like, you're not, you know what <laughs> I mean? I'm just saying, right? And then someone does something for you, it's like doing it unto God, yes, right? Yes, yes, you know. So, and Jesus even said, What if you do it unto the least of these, my brethren, you did unto me. See, God looks at how we treat people and He takes it personally, yes, right. How are you treating other people? And so, yeah. no one's trying to say give money to the man of God. We're talking about giving unto God. What yes. shall I render unto unto the Lord? But here's the thing. So, but but it, it it requires us to surrender. And here's the thing, and it's counterintuitive, but intuition is not the point. We don't want intuition. We want revelation, right? <laughs> yes. And and see, without surrender, we can never get to the place. Of victory and see that seems counterintuitive mm-hmm. because most of the time you say I'm not going to surrender and that's how I'm going to win Yes, I'm not going to quit and that's how I'm going to win not with God see you we have to surrender and that's how we get to victory because God brings us to victory when we try to hold on you know what I mean uh-huh. like you know and hold on to our stuff because I need this, right? Imagine a boy with two fish and five loaves. Can I have your lunch? You're not getting my lunch. Imagine. All right. Nobody gets fed. That's it. Nobody mm-hmm. gets fed because he holds on to his lunch. Mm-hmm. So imagine how many times we've had the equivalent of two fish and five loaves of bread. Maybe it was $25. All right. Right. You're not getting my $25. I need this money. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that $25 could have done a whole lot more if you surrendered it to God than it did in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Right? But we don't surrender because we're thinking, I need this. Right. But we got to get a place where our heart is saying, what shall I render unto the Lord? Where we're looking to give. And again, Mm -hmm. someone said, wait, you said I need a blessing. And now you're telling me I got to give up my stuff that's right (laughs) that's right that's how you get blessed you give up your stuff without surrender you can never get to the place not with God you can never get to the place of victory without surrender and you can't get to the place of increase and you can't get to the place of blessing if you don't surrender in God we win when we surrender amen and many of us right now aren't winning many people aren't winning right now because they refuse to surrender they refuse to give it up. They refuse to surrender that attitude. They refuse to surrender that bad habit. They refuse to surrender that person in their life. God yes. told you you don't need. You need to cut that person loose. Uh, you refuse to surrender your money. Uh, your time, you refuse to surrender to surrender your thought life. You refuse to surrender your resources. You refuse wow. to surrender your possessions, your position. You refuse to surrender your way. You're like, no, I, 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 I'm not surrendering anything. I'm not getting up. I'm, I'm looking out for me, right? And it's, and it's sometimes that sounds more selfish than I intended. But the point is, is that we just want to hold on to what we have. Yeah. And see, especially when you have so many things taken from you, or when life twists you like a pretzel, or when things don't go your way. you—you tendency is, you want to hold on to what little bit you've got. You know what I mean? Like, so much has come against me. And, you know, things have been taken from me. People have betrayed me. I've been let down. I've I've been betrayed by -hmm. by folk. And and I've lost some things. And, And so you want to hold on. Yes to what you have and and again that's natural but that's not where we're called to be right we're called higher and so we got to resist that temptation to to hold on to it you know we want to hold on to what we got mm-hmm. and i understand that i mean who doesn't you know you, you you're fighting everybody's scratching and calling for their little bit of right yeah a little bit of happiness. we want to hold on to what we got but why don't we just acknowledge a simple truth right That in order to hold on to something, um, it requires that we have a closed hand. Mm. I mean, think of this water bottle, right? right? If I want to hold on to this water bottle, my hand has to remain closed, right? And so to hold on to something, it requires a closed hand. To hold on to your money, you got to close your hand. (laughs) You ain't getting this money, Right. (laughs) To hold on to that last piece of chicken you you gotta close your hand you gotta you ain't getting this piece of chicken it's my chicken right i mean but it requires a a, a closed hand yeah but here's the thing though to hold on to something requires a closed hand but 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 a closed hand can't Can receive. receive that's it and see that's the problem that 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 if you got a closed hand then how can you receive? God could want to give you something, but as long as your hand is tightly closed, yes. closed around what you already have, then you can't get any more. That's right. Right? And so we have to surrender. We have to let it go. And, and we have to get into the receiving position. But, but see, the receiving position is the giving position. Jesus said, Bring them here to me. What's Mm. he saying? Give Give to me. me. You went and found something. I asked you to go and see. And you went and you found a little boy with two fish and five loaves of bread. Now bring what you have to me. Let it go. You have it in your hands. Now bring it over here (laughs) and let it go and and, and put it in my hands. Yes. Right? Um, But that's the receiving position. We have to let things go. And this is why we're talking about, don't, don't think in terms of you giving it to the man or you giving it to the woman. It's what shall I render unto the Lord? And see, sometimes we got to change our mindset yeah. on, on, our, um, on how we think about what we do in the earth. Because yes. even God says that, you know, you know, as you work, you know, that you should work heartily as unto the lord Mm -hmm. see and so many people think you're working for your boss and you're working for your company you got to transform your mindset Mm -hmm. i'm not working for my boss i'm not working for the company i'm doing this as unto the lord and so maybe my boss doesn't deserve me running through the wall for him but god does and so i'm going to do my job as unto the lord yes right Mm -hmm. now my boss gonna go boy that boy sure is stupid i'm underpaying him and he working too hard i ain't worried about him because my reward doesn't come from him my supply Mm -hmm. doesn't come from him he may think so because he's writing my paycheck every day but i know something higher god is the one who's my source and so when i'm working i'm working as unto the lord we got to train our minds so when you give you're not giving it to me Mm -hmm. they're not giving it to you you're not giving it to that person You're rendering it unto the Lord and the Lord's going to take account of it. And so we want to get into a receiving position because see, there's a wonderful thing about God. And we're going to see this in a minute. When you let go of stuff, God turns around and gives you more stuff. Uh But if you're going to hold on to it, then the God who wants to give you more stuff can't give you more stuff because you're holding on. So the first step to receiving is giving right? And we want to give with an open heart, and we want to give with an open hand. Now, um, I want to turn to something that's kind of familiar, especially if you've been in church for a minute. <laughs> um, and This is Luke chapter 6. So well, if you can turn there with me for a second to Luke chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse number 38. And, um, In Luke 38, 638, it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet withal, or the same measure that you use, Mm -hmm. it shall be measured to you again. Now that scripture is pretty clear, right? You give, and it shall be given unto you. The it Mm -hmm. is whatever it is that you gave give <laughs> somebody to know that see because seed reproduces after its own kind god yeah. declared that from the very beginning in the book of genesis chapter one he said seed w- will produce after its own kind which is why you plant you know wheat you're going to get wheat you you plant apples seed you're going to get apples and so forth right because seed reproduces after its own kind so when you give It comes back after its own kind, Mm -hmm. which is why you need to be very careful of the kinds of things that you're planting because seed reproduces after its own kind. You want to plant an attitude, you're going to get attitude back because seed reproduces after its own kind. But you want to plant kindness, you're going to get kindness back. You 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 you, put, you know you plant generosity. You're gonna get, get, reap generosity back because seed reproduces after its own kind. And so it says, "Give and it shall be given unto you." But watch this. How is it given unto you? Good measure, pressed down, mm-hmm. shaken together, and running that's over. What? See, guys, see, I love God because God's a running over God. Right. My cup what that's runneth that's over. over. God's not a God of enough. He's a God of more than enough. God's a God who does exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think. God says, "I'm not going to fill your cup to the brim. I'm not even going to fill it to the top. I'm going to make it run over, because in the overflow, who's ever close to you going to get some? <laughs> Glory to God. You can bless people who close to you." So it says give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. So a couple of things there. Well, let's just make it one thing. Yeah. We'll make it one thing. Okay. We if you've been in church, you've you've read this scripture. You sang this scripture at offering time, right? Right. How it goes? What, what? The song. How it goes? <laughs> I don't know how it goes. You know how it goes. You you just you're not rendering it unto the Lord. See. <laughs> Praise <laughs> oh, God. Lord. But we 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 read this scripture, we've we've sung this scripture. This is familiar. Right? But if you give, it shall begin unto you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, and running over, shall man give to your bosom. Mm-hmm. Now, but here's the thing. Here's the thing I love about this. It's something, the little secret things in here that sometimes, you know, you don't realize when you first read. Because here's the thing. It's it's talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's talking to me. It's talking to you. It's talking to you and you and you. Right? Individually, if you give, right. it's going to be given to you how? Good measure. Pressed down, press down, shaking together, running over, running over. Right? But here's the thing I love about it. Here I am one person and I give. And God's promise is that it's going to be given unto me good measure, uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. But look what it says. Shall men give into your bosom. Oh, yeah. So so, so we say, okay, people are going to give. But we we go over that too much. No, think about this. I'm one person. I give. Right. And this says that God's going to see to it. That men, not men, men, I don't know how many, but more than one. Yeah. That's right. Do you understand? Yeah. Men are going to give unto me. Women. He's saying people. Oh. Now, it could be two. It could be three. It could be ten. It could be twenty. It could be a hundred. It could be a thousand. I don't know. But it's going to be more than me. Yeah. because So he's saying, if you, one person, give, I'm going to make multiple people give to you. Don't right. so right. that mean? I'm going to get like this. That's right. Right? Man. See, and we don't... So, so this is why... Why are you holding on? God different. is trying to... God is trying to create streams of, of receiving mm. from men coming yeah. from all directions, but the key is to give. Yes. And when you give, you now open up for multiple people, not just one. Mm-hmm. So that good deed you do for one person, you do it with the right heart. God puts in motion that multiple people, people. going to do something for That's you. That's right. You're talking about i need a blessing this is how you get it oh, yeah. you see what i mean but you have to do these things oh, yeah. um it says men will do it and so it's the key the key to receiving the key to unlocking that flow of blessing coming into your life is letting go and here without in our story of the feeding of the five thousand, they could not hold on to the two fish and five loaves of bread jesus said bring them here give them to me, amen, given to me, now, um uh, I saw something in, in in Mark's version of this, that I just want to point out, you might not get much out of it, but that, it, it blessed me, so it might bless somebody, so I just want to share this real quick, this is a two-second stopover, <laughs> in Mark chapter 6, let's go to verse th- 39, we go to verse 38, Because there Jesus said, you know, how many loaves have ye go and see? And they knew, and they came back, and they said, five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon the green grass. And I'm just going to stop there. And again, this is just just a 15-second stopover. Because there's something about that. I don't know about you, but that scripture just made me smile, right? Mm -hmm. That he commanded them to make all sit down. On the by companies on the green grass. I mean, and to right. me, the, 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 that that it had to say green grass. Yes, that's good. Just, just let me, you know, it, it reminded me of Psalm 1 and 2, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in, Green mm-hmm. pastures How good God is, Amen. He didn't Amen. make them. He didn't say let them sit on the rocks. Let them sit on the gravel. Let them sit on the weeds. Let them sit on the brown grass. Let them sit in the mud. He He made that. Let He made sure. Let them sit on the green. God is good. He wants you and I sitting on green grass, man. He wants He wants the best for us. And so that's that's just a fifteen second stopover, but it made me smile because it just let me know. In even the smallest detail, God is looking yes, to do yes, good to yes, us. Amen. amen. Somebody want need to know. God wants you to lie down in green pastures. Yes, amen. amen. Uh, in those lush green pastures, mm-hmm. um, I believe that the King James version of green pastures is really is is literally translated the tender green grass. Yes. amen. I mean, so that that's 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 the God that we serve. Amen. But. Here's the thing. So getting back to this So the two fish found over the bread Jesus said bring him hither to me and then Jesus then goes on and he blesses okay. The fish and bread okay. that's the first thing he did he blessed the fish and bread and so he blessed what they gave to him You see that okay. so what you and I give to God he's gonna bless it and see now that's just going to right. That's just going to put in motion right? It's just going to put in motion a flow of blessings that's going to come back to you, yes, right? Mm-hmm. But again you have to you have to let it go. Now um, I'd like to turn to Exodus chapter four, um, Exodus chapter four. And you know in Exodus chapter three, God introduces himself. To Moses at the burning bush right uh-huh. and he says what I am the God of Abraham Isaac. and of Isaac and, and of Jacob, Jacob. And Jesus used that later to prove that there's life after death uh-huh. because he said why would God say I'm the God of Abraham of Isaac and of Jacob if Abraham Isaac and Jacob were dead and gone <laughs> right mm-hmm. right um, but God introduced himself to, to Moses at the burning bush. And let's look at, it. we said Exodus what, 4, right? right? All right, so let's look at verse number one. It says, and Moses answered, because God was telling him, you got to go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Right? And so Moses now, he's arguing with God, debating with God. And he says, he said, but behold, he said, uh, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, the Lord has not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. Mm. And he said, God, cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared unto thee. And so we see from this exchange, right, that, that, you know, Moses is up there going, I'm going to tell the people, you know, that you you sent me, but what if they don't believe me? Mm -hmm. And so God just said, what's that in your hand? Mm -hmm. And so Moses said... (laughs) So let's, let's do it. What's in your hand? Mm-hmm. It's a rod. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but that was funny, right? Why was that funny? I don't know. Because it's not. <laughs> oh, because it's not? Oh, that okay. It was funny to me. It just sounded funny. But anyway, <laughs> what's that in your hand? It's a rod. And what he said, cast it on the ground. Yep. What's he saying? render it to right let it go Mm -hmm. right so cast it on the ground watch this i gotta open my hand yep right Mm -hmm. and so he cast it on the ground now what happens that thing that was nothing but a stick in his hand now that he let it go at god's command it now becomes something it now becomes something else it now becomes a snake Right. Jesus. Now, I'm not saying you should. guys trying to get you a snake. It becomes a snake. But no, we got to follow this through to the end. It becomes a snake. And Moses runs from it because that makes this sense. I'm going to run from this snake. Right? right. So it becomes a snake. So nobody's glorifying the snake, but it becomes a snake. And then God says, take it up by the tail. He takes it up by the tail. It's a rod again. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that remember how this started. Moses said, what if they don't believe me? And then God's answer was, well, then tell them. It wasn't that. He just said, what's that in your hand? Right. So, so, so then he lets it go. Boom. Then he picks it up. Boom. It's back. And and then look at verse five. He said that they may believe Mm -hmm. that the Lord God of your fathers. Right. Has appeared unto you. So what he's saying is, if you. Will simply let let go of what you got. There'll be no question Question. (laughs) that I'm with you. Wow! You see what I mean? And that's the thing. So many people want other folk to know that God is with you and God spoke to you. But here's the thing. If you let go of what you have, there'll be no question. Because know what God's going to do? He's going to demonstrate to the whole world that he's with you. He'll demonstrate to the whole world because he knows that you're a person. Who will let go of things and render it for his purpose, render it for his use. He said, you do that. I will make sure people know I'm rolling with you. I I will make sure that people know that you and I are close. I will make sure that people will know I spoke to you, that I'm using you, that I'm working through you. It'll be no doubt about it. Because when you surrender then you win because i'll let i'm gonna demonstrate my glory in the in the eyes of everybody yes. amen mm-hmm. so we gotta we 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 have to just like just let go right uh you know we gotta let go what we claim is ours and if we do that god will demonstrate Jesus. in no uncertain terms that he's with us amen that he's yes. working through us, that he's favoring us, that he's blessing us, that yeah. he's leading us, that he's providing for us, that he's protecting us, right, that he's delivering us, right, he he, he will, without question, but we gotta stop holding on, wow. amen, we gotta stop holding on, we hold on, we hold on, we hold on, and I understand, this whole world, man, devil trying to take everything from you, and so, you know, you wanna just hold on, right, you don't have enough time for yourself. So you want to hold on to what little you got. You know what I mean? Just go home from work, leave me alone, <laughs> yeah. right? You just want to hold on, right? You don't want to give. You've been giving all day. You come on, I don't want to hold on, right? I understand. But 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 don't get into a world mindset. Get into a word mindset, and the word is saying that you give, and it will come back to you. If you surrender, you'll win. If if, if you yes. let it go, yes. God can use it, right? Yes. So don't hold on to it. Don't don't have it. I gotta hold on. I gotta hold on because you're gonna have a clutch. You're gonna have a closed That's hand, right. and closed hands can't receive. receive. And here's the other thing: we gotta stop claiming ownership. You know, this is mine. This is my money. <laughs> No, but here's the funny thing. Do you know we get so much to the point that we claim ownership and, and, and we say it in ways, babe, that don't make sense. Like we say things like, I'm my own person. Yes, that's true. You understand? Mm-hmm. A Christian. Mm-hmm. A Christian says, I'm my mm-hmm. own person. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. <laughs> What? Know ye <laughs> he not? not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, and ye are not your own? <laughs> but you were what? Bought, bought with, with a, a price. Yeah. Right? And Jesus bought us with his blood on Calvary's cross. Yeah. Yes, so if he bought us and we're not our own, how are you still your own person? Uh-huh. But see, this is, and I say that because it's indicative of. Of of too many times we get caught up into thinking. See, on the one hand, we go and we even say, "I gave my life to the Lord." Then how are you your own person? Right. <laughs> I mean, I know this is not a rod, so you're gonna laugh. Okay, water. I gave this water to my wife, uh-huh. but I'm holding on Don't to it. it. I gave it to her. That's how we are. I gave my life to Christ, but we're busy holding on, on to, to our it. life. That's right. And then we're wondering why we're in conflict. And we're wondering why we're at odds. We're wondering why things aren't working out. We're, we're working against ourselves. If you gave your life to Christ, then your life is not yours. You and if Christ purchased you, you can't possibly own you. That's and you, right. so he's you no, know, I'm my own person. Now you are an individual. I'm not trying to take that away from you, but either you belong to God or you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's a critical point that you have. We have to become. We have to settle that thing. Yeah. Do you belong to God or not? not because if it. you don't belong to God, then that Lord thing. It's going to be a problem for yep, you. Because when Jesus tells you to do something, you're going to go, I'm not doing it. Why? Because mm-hmm. you're your own person. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that Lord okay. thing oh, okay. becomes an issue. Right? We have to stop holding on. The Bible says that, that it describes us as believers in Ephesians 1 and 14. It says we are his purchased possession. Yes his purchased possession Mm -hmm. he purchased us jesus purchased us with his blood on the cross so we're not our own so again but what are we talking we're talking about the surrender and see it starts with understanding if i'm not my own then right, the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof god provides all the resources that i get that you get that we get right Mm -hmm. and so you know so when god says and we're going to talk about money in, in this particular case write a check make a donation you know give to the you know the this that thing or the other man we start going this is my money this is my money i can decide what to do with my money mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. see that's a problem at some point because then if it's yours then really god can't tell you what to do with it because right. you're your own person mm-hmm. but if we surrender and we know that 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 this whole thing is God's. And we also understand, too, when you get to that point where you realize that God will take what you give to him and he'll use it in a mighty way. And he's not going to use it and then leave you, you know, with the short end. Right. He's going to bless you. Right. And we're talking about receiving a blessing. But we got to position ourselves to receive a blessing. And holding on to things is not the receiving yeah. position. Mm-hmm. It's letting go. This is the receiving position. And so if you have things in your hand, let it go. Let go of your two fish and five loaves of bread. Let go of your rod. Let go of your oil. Let go of your meal. Let go right. of your money. Mm-hmm. Let go of your grudges. Let go of your hurts. Let go of the past. Let go. Let go. We're holding on to so right. many things. Right. And we're wondering why we can't move forward. Well, how are you going to move forward? You're holding on to a pole. I don't care how much your feet are walking. If you're doing this, you ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Because you're just holding on. You can't hold on. You have to let go of things. Amen. Amen. You have to let go. And so, you know, we're we're talking about blessing. Now, we're going to look one last place and then we're going to leave. Amen. We're going to leave. Let's go to Luke chapter 5. Lord, I need a blessing. Like Somebody's saying, "You know, this is all this is all theoretical." No, it's not theoretical. This is real. Amen. This mm. is real. And here's the thing: you have experienced it in action when you when you you know operated out of generosity of spirit, right? It you've received it in action. Yes. You've seen it, and, and it may not come immediately. And it may not come exactly in the way that you gave out, but right. it's going to be of the same kind. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, like there are times when people have been kind and generous to you, right? Mm-hmm. They referred you, they looked out for you, they bought you a gift, they invited you somewhere. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you deserved it, no that's that's you know that could well be that's part right? of that men pouring into your bosom thing because you put some things out there, you gave, and now it's coming back. This is something that's real, right? God said, "Look, as long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will never cease, and so if we continue to sow the seed and the kind of seed that we want to receive back. And you don't do it because you want it back. Exactly. That's bad right. motive. Right. You just do it with an understanding that that's how God made it work. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. But also at the same time, there's nothing wrong with a farmer planting wheat because he wants some wheat. Right right so it's nothing wrong if you say well you know what i need some money i'm going to plant some money i need some kindness i'm going to plant some some kindness kindness. i need some patience i'm going to plant some patience that's what you do you're like a farmer think of yourself as a farmer what is it that you need then plant it in the ground amen amen Mm -hmm. it reproduces after its own kind so we're talking about receiving a blessing and it's counterintuitive because we think we can pray our way to blessings lord i just need you to bless me lord i just need you to open this door we're going to pray and fast I need God to bless me. Okay. I'm not saying that can't happen. But but here's the thing. We have more of an ability to keep blessings flowing because we have so many opportunities to give. And it's not just money. Right. It's not. It's 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 giving someone attention. Mm-hmm. Right? Listening to them when they want to tell you something. <laughs> yes. Oh, Amen. <laughs> My gosh. I mean, there's so many opportunities mm-hmm. to give. So it's, it's not just money. It's not just things, right? It. It, it, it. It's so, it's so many opportunities during the day that we have to give and then put in motion a cycle of blessings that will just result in blessings coming upon you and overtaking yes. you. Yes. Glory to God in heaven. All right. So let's look at Luke, Luke 5 before we, we run out of time. This ain't Instagram Live, though, right? It's Instagram Live that cut you off. <laughs> yep. It they act like you didn't pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> cut you off. Amen. Facebook Live don't do that, do it? Does Facebook Live do that? So Facebook better than Instagram, because Instagram live just cut you off. <laughs> God. Amen. So let's look at Luke chapter five, verse one. And it says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God. I, I think right now, every pastor, every minister saying, would to God, people would be like that now. <laughs> Pressing Man. to hear the word of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us press to hear the word of God. They pressed upon him to hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Genesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing the nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and talked the people out of the ship so too many people jesus needed to he said listen i need I need some room and mm-hmm. so he asked simon can i use your ship and, and he got into simon's boat and they pushed out a little bit from the land and jesus sat down and taught the people out of the ship now in, in verse four he finished now teaching them so now when he had left speaking he said unto simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught, a catch mm-hmm. and simon answering said unto him master we have toiled all night and have taken nothing Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, <laughs> they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sing. So what are we talking about? We're talking about rendering what you have unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. What did Peter render unto the Lord? Simon, what did he render unto the Lord? His ship. His ship. Right. Um, he allowed Jesus to use his ship. Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't hold on to it. Right. He didn't say to Jesus, Jesus, I've been fishing all night, right? And I'm cleaning up my nets. I'm cleaning up my ship. I'm about to put it in the dock and brother go and take a nap. And <laughs> find, somebody find somebody else's ship somebody else's ship. He didn't say, say that. that. He he let Jesus use his ship, And you got to imagine, Peter was not in a giving mood right about now, right? <laughs> he worked all night trying to catch fish, couldn't find anything. He probably was a bit upset right about now. And here you are. You want to use my boat so you can teach these people, right? But he let Jesus use his ship. And mm-hmm. so watch this, though. So Jesus uses... Oh, glory to God. So Jesus uses... Jesus... Here's Peter. And Jesus uses peter's ship mm-hmm. and 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 he, and he uses peter's ship to bless the people over here because he taught them the word right right so peter lets go of his ship jesus uses his ship and jesus when he got that food and the bread what he did he blessed it right mm-hmm. so he, he right so he's always in a blessing mindset mm-hmm. God's always in the blessing mindset. So he receives Peter's ship and what he wants to do. Oh, I got this ship. Ooh, I'm going to sit there. No, I'm going to bless. And so he right. blesses the people. And now the people are blessed and the blessing mindset doesn't end. So now after the people are blessed, Jesus, without Peter asking him anything, Jesus. says to Peter, now take what you gave me. And now go use it for yourself. Wow! And see what I'm going to do. And so the same. So Jesus takes, blesses, and then turns around and blesses the one who gave them the thing that got the blessings going in the first place. And so now he sends Peter and go go out there. Peter, said, we toiled all night, right? Using this same no good ship <laughs> and these same no good nets. They ain't catch nothing. These the ship and this net don't work. Go out in the deep. He goes out into the deep, and what happens? He gets enough fish, not just for his boat, nope. but for his partner's mm-hmm. boat too. Yeah. And see, this is what God does. Give me what you have so I can be so I can bless somebody oh, else. Yes. Jesus. And when you do that, whether you're Peter, whether you're John, whether you're Mary, whether you're, you know, uh Shanene, whether you're 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 Rocco, whoever you are. Jesus said I'm going to turn around I'm going to bless you because you started a cycle of blessings and you didn't hold on to what you had but you let it go and see Uh this is what we got to do what shall I render unto the Lord I don't have anything yes you do (laughs) and that's why we spent time last week talking about the poor man's bread and the little fish but you don't have to have a lot you can just have a little bit of time. You can just have a little bit of patience. You can just have a little bit of money, a little bit of mm-hmm. resources, a little bit of talent, a little bit of ability. You can just have a little bit. Yeah. God didn't say how much matter. you have. The psalmist didn't say, how much shall I render unto the Lord? Right. He said, what? What. It don't matter how much. What shall I render unto the Lord? Yeah, it could be a ship, but it could be two fish and five loaves of bread. Yes. It could be a stick. Mm it could be a little bit of oil a little bit of meal mm-hmm. right yeah but what are you going to give unto god that's the thing and that's the thing that unleashes and starts the blessing amen, amen. and so it doesn't matter what it is that you give unto god what matters is whether we will surrender again. Right. right amen mm-hmm. we got to get into that because surrender is the key to victory in god amen when when you you know we, we we surrender but but we win, amen. Because God will see to it. Glory to God, amen. So, amen. I pray somebody is getting something from this, amen. Um, I am. Amen. I, I praise God for it, amen. Because I believe it's such a key to and we we gotta break uh, we it, like. We have a stronghold on our thinking of how we are to receive because yeah. this world works if I, you know you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps roll up your sleeves and right and there's a place for hard work you need to work hard right mm-hmm. there's a place for that mm-hmm. so i'm not trying to do that but but the bottom line is as the old saying goes you can work harder you can work smart and what i'm saying is it's smart to do things god's way and god says <laughs> you give unto me right And I'm going to put things in motion. I'm going to have multiple people giving back to you. That's right. Amen. You give unto me. You just let me use your empty boat. I'm going to fill your empty boat and your neighbor's empty (laughs) boat. (laughs) You give unto me and I'm going to, you about to make a a cake and you and your son going to die. I'm going to feed you and your son for the next six months. And I'm going to feed the man of God you're going to have so much. You know yes. what I mean? So, so this is the God that we serve. And watch this. The, the stick that my wife laughed at, that I let go. See, <laughs> that same stick was the same stick that Moses, when he got to the Red Sea, holds up. And what it does, right? It parts the Red Sea. That's right. That same, that same stick. That same stick. But it was a stick that he first let go. Now that stick is powerful. Amen. If he never let that stick go, he could have stood before the rest. Sea doing this all he wants. <laughs> that's true. Rest Sea would have laughed at him. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. But that thing now got transformed into something else. And so, Amen. listen, we got to give unto God. But it's the surrender. Amen. Amen. It's the surrender. Um, and so, that's it for this week. Amen. So, what we did? The example, the contrast the test, and the surrender. I Next week, we're going to talk about the blessing. Amen. Now, we've always been talking about blessings, and we've been listening for yes, four we weeks. Have. We've been touching on blessings and how you oh yeah. But now it's going to all come together. Amen. And we're going to talk about the blessing. But listen, when you say, I need a blessing, please understand, I think what God is really trying to get to us is we have more power in our hand to activate the blessings of God than we ever have believed and we think that the only way we can do it is by begging and pleading and crying until you know salty you know blah, blah, right right in the crying mm-hmm. no okay it, it, god said you have more power to unleash blessings than you ever believe and he's trying to get us to what uh, to renew our mind mm, Yeah right and get into this blessing mindset so we praise god for it let's pray tonight we're going to get on up out of here father we bless your name glory yes, to god father. and we thank you lord for the word that you've sown in our heart and our spirit tonight and father we just thank you as you continue to teach us up grow us up oh god yes, and show us yes, your more excellent yes, way father uh just let the word that you uh, shared with us tonight. Let it resonate in our heart. Let it take root deep in our spirit, man. And Father God, may we continue to meditate on it and get even further revelation uh, yes. from the Word of God. And Father, most of all, God, may we be doers of your Word and not hearers only, that we may be blessed in our deeds. And Father, we thank you. We call it done by faith and we yes. give you the praise God. for thank it. You. In the name of Jesus. Now, God, let your grace and your mercy rest and rule and abide with us on this night. Continue to watch over us. Bless us and our families. Protect us, O God, from dangers seen and unseen, O God. And, Father, most of all, we ask you to continue to show us your glory. Father, Father, as you do, we'll continue to praise your holy name. You're worthy. And, Father, we love you. And we give you all the praise now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glad to be in the service. You know that song, babe? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, I know it. Yeah. She's going to sing it for us um, after Facebook Live kicks us off because it does what Instagram does. <laughs> right? Okay. But We'll see you next time. God bless you. Have a good night and uh, Lord willing, we'll see you on Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.